Marketing requires experimentation, but you need solid ideas to base your experiments on. I'm Laura McPherson, an on-demand content strategist and writer working with SaaS marketing teams across the U.S. In this podcast, I interview successful SaaS marketers who share the strategies and tactics that are working for them right now. We get specific and actionable so you can get inspired and use their ideas in your own marketing. Here's what's working now. Welcome to episode eight of What's Working Now. Today, we're talking about customer experiences as fuel for content. We all know the power of customer stories, but it's sometimes challenging to come up with ways to weave them into the different content formats. Alfredo D'Ambrosi, content marketing manager at Perspectium, is doing some really interesting things with customer stories, and I know that you'll get some great ideas from what he has to share. Let's dive into the conversation. Alfredo, we have been talking marketing strategy for a couple of years now. Yeah. Um, So I am so excited to have you on the show. Glad to be here too. Thanks so much. I've really enjoyed following your work and wow, what an honor to be here on What's Working Now. Awesome. Awesome. So for those who may be new to you, can you share Perspectium's elevator pitch um, and also tell us a little bit about your role there? Sure. Yeah, so Perspectium delivers packaged integrations for ServiceNow, which is a large SaaS platform that enterprises use to manage workflows. And so we we provide the only solution for moving enormous volumes of ServiceNow data into data warehouses without crippling the performance of the ServiceNow platform. Uh, So companies need this for BI analytics and machine Mm. learning. Uh, we also enable uh, cross-platform workflow across ServiceNow with other service management tools and providers and customers. And then we also provide backup and migration tools for ServiceNow to help enterprises protect their applications and data. And so these packaged integrations are delivered as a fully managed, fully monitored service and they're configured from within a native ServiceNow application. Uh, Customers include AT&T, PepsiCo, PayPal, Southwest Airlines, UPS. So these are large enterprises that manage complex workflows and massive volumes of data. So that's Perspectium. Uh, And actually we are in the process of getting acquired by BitTitan. So that'll, uh, that'll change things uh, a little bit, but we'll still be um, a, a product within the suite of products that BitTitan has. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, so then as far as my role, uh, I'm the content marketing manager and I get to work with just an amazing marketing team. And that's not just me saying that. I have a friend who works outside Perspectium but knows the marketing team and he told me, that department is stacked, loaded with talent. Mm. <laughs> and he's right, and I'm taking advantage of it. <laughs> uh, when, when, my, when, when I came in in 2017, uh, my boss, Craig, said, we have these customer webinars. 
uh, customers talking about how and why they use our product. And your first assignment is to go through these and clip uh, especially strong segments that our sales team can use to nurture their leads, you know, giving out a video clip here and there, a uh, very short clip that targets particularly what our salesperson thinks that that lead uh, could benefit from. And, and as I did so and listened through the webinars, I realized that the whole webinars were gold. Mm-hmm. I, I took clips from them, but they also ended up inspiring a whole lot of our content. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's interesting because everyone does, you know, talk about the power of storytelling and, you know, customer experiences. Um, But you and your team, to your credit, have really figured out how to drive your content strategy with those stories in the form of customer experiences. Um, So I'm super excited to talk to you about that. But before we get into the tactics, um, can you tell us, how you, I guess, arrived at a strategy that really starts with story. Was it, was it like, like you said, you know, your introduction to the company, um, you know, did that trigger everything or was it a more, um, uh, you know, team-based process or how did that happen? I think that being introduced with that first assignment in that way really did um, influence that tactic. I am Mm -hmm. the content person, although there are other people who make content and I, but I'm the content marketing manager and it's how I learned about Perspectium through those customer experiences, um, through the stories Mm -hmm. come come to think about it's how I learn about life, I guess, but you know, that's Mm. probably too broad to go there, but it's also true. You know, there's a reason that storytelling is cliche in marketing. It's powerful. It's, yes. it's, it's human nature. It, it's what makes us tick. So um, although I want to keep advancing in skills beyond storytelling, I also don't want to get away from storytelling. Right. You know, um, Margaret Atwood said, you're never going to kill storytelling because it's built in the human plan. We, we come with mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I say that I learned about Perspectium through stories you know, when I got hired and prospecting personnel told me about what customers do with our services, I, I understood it. But it's when I heard customers in their own voices telling their own stories that that I understood it deeply. Mm-hmm. Their, their landscape, their pain, the alternatives that they considered, what they liked about us. Uh, why they chose us, what their results were with us, and, and, and where they see themselves going. Um, so, so, you know, when I go to the website of another SaaS company, I, I, I perhaps it's because of the kind of work I do, the strategy that I have of looking at customer experiences. I, on those other websites, I often seek out the case studies mm-hmm. or, or even the customer testimonial videos. It's through the customer stories that it really clicks. Yeah. It makes it so much more concrete. You know, it's not Mm. just describing these, you know, nebulous solutions. It's like, you can see, okay, this is how this person is using it and what they're doing with it. Um, And I think it really allows people to 
um, you know, envision how they are going to use it or how they could use it. I mean, it's the same like you mentioned with life. You know, you might be reading a novel and you're like, oh, wow, this person came to this amazing conclusion and did, right. you know, X, Y, Z. I could do that, you know? Yeah. Um, so it is Yeah, well, I'm glad to hear I'm not the only one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I know that listeners are going to be really interested to hear how you're using customer webinars as the backbone, so to speak, of your content plan, and then repurposing those stories and, and audio snippets um, for marketing content for use by your sales team, um, like you had shared. So can you tell us about the actual process? How do you go about you know, doing that? Yeah. What, what I love about doing this is that it's so organic and authentic. You know, we're, we're not manufacturing pain. We're not promising uh, solutions that can't be imagined. The, the success is real and you can hear from the customers themselves. As far as the process goes, originally when we'd pursue a topic for a piece of content, I'd say, oh yeah, I remember that Jonathan from Accenture or Barry from Zurich Insurance, you know, a couple of our customers talked about that challenge. Let's use that. But as time went on and we recorded more customer webinars, I started hearing more patterns and new themes kept emerging. Multiple customers talked about this pain point or that perspective benefit. If multiple customers are talking about this, we should be talking about it too. Mm -hmm. And maybe talking about it even more than we already are. Uh, so for example, when uh, Matt from Vertiva talked on our customer webinar about hours of troubleshooting over lost data when an integration failed or would regularly fail. Uh, and you know what? Navid from PayPal talked about that kind of thing too when they're talking about their previous integrations that they had. We, we totally need a piece on data integrity and keeping data from being lost. And so eventually I created a spreadsheet for myself with tags for certain sections of the customer webinars for my own reference. Mm -hmm. And I also organized our 70 plus video clips from customer, from customer webinars into categories so that our sales team can find them quickly and pass them along for very targeted needs that they have. So for the customer experiences, um, those customer experiences reveal our solutions. They, they do so for our internal team, you know, not, not just for the marketing purpose, but also for the internal team. Um, and, you know, it makes me think of how stories are helpful for the bonding of a tribe, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and so beyond the customer webinars, you know, we, that, that ends up inspiring a bunch of different content like case studies and blog posts and white papers and, this, this kind of content keeps showing up in, in so much of the other content. I would say most of the other content. But uh, I also ended up creating a, a customer ebook that um, has a series of stories of more customers than just the ones that did a customer webinar for us. But this is really useful for the sales team. In fact, for a while, there was a certain uh, part of the sales team that this was kind of required reading for them um, uh, so that they could get a better understanding of not just customer stories, but the story of Perspectium. So when, you know, someone's coming into the organization, they want to know 
what do we do? What are our products? What is the Perspectium story? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they can look at that customer uh, ebook, that collection of customer stories, and it, it's through that collection of customer stories that they really learn the Perspectium story. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. You mentioned, um, you know, integrating them into white papers. Are you doing that like as examples of, you know, whatever you're talking about, or how exactly? What does that look like? Uh, you know, how does a customer experience show up, kind of in a white paper? It does show up as examples, but I think mm-hmm. also the customer experience, even if I'm not referring to it specifically and explicitly it's naturally going to Mm. influence what I write about. Uh, So there are echoes of what the customers have said in the customer webinar as I'm creating my own content because, well, this is the way that I learned about Perspectium when I came in, and this is the way I continue learning about customer needs, common customer challenges. And uh, so what I write is in a sense going to echo what customer Mm -hmm. webinars, what customers have said during customer webinars. Right. Right. And then with the, you know, you mentioned the audio snippets and the video snippets, are you sharing those on social media or how are those getting out? Yes. So originally it was meant as a way of having sales, uh, the sales team take specific, very specific videos and say, you know what, this applies to this prospect over here, this lead over there. Let's, um, let's have them hear from a customer themselves uh, and get that social proof. Uh, but then uh, I, uh, I, I put that on social media as well. So I managed the LinkedIn account, the Twitter account. And so actually just today, a couple hours ago, uh, I posted one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. So I know you're mining these customer webinars for blog cluster themes um, as well. So I would love to hear about your process for that. Sure. So in the spreadsheet I referred to earlier, uh, certain topics kept coming up and themes emerge from these customer webinars. And naturally, people are searching online for these as well. And so the themes coming up like a customer trying to merge their ServiceNow data with data across the organization in a data warehouse or switching their integration from a bulk transfer to a real-time transfer Mm -hmm. or preserving the ServiceNow performance. I would see these things, I would see patterns. You know, these are mentioned multiple times. Well, if they're saying this multiple times, then let's make sure that we've got some great messaging on this. Um, so I then ask some questions. First, can I collect everything that our customers have said about this topic? And so that I might actually, in, in the content, link to it or mm. even embed that one-minute video into that blog post for that instant proof. I'd also ask, do we have existing messaging on these topics, uh, you know, on a product page or on uh, elsewhere in our content? You know, we want to have a message that's consistent with what our customers say. And thankfully, it turns out that our messaging does align with what the customers say. So that's a good thing. Uh, 
and another question is there is there formal research that speaks to this and then what is the informal chatter online Mm. uh all those help to contribute to the overall message that we're delivering when we uh, speak on one of those topics Uh, i think that when marketing or sales talks about customer challenges and our solutions uh, behind that explanation are the stories, the customer stories. And, and so, and our explanations are authentic because mm-hmm. they're driven by real stories. Yeah. And, and you can also make sure that you're using the language they use, yeah. you know, because a lot of times, you know, even, I mean, even in a single industry, company to company or, you know, market segment to market segment, they talk about things, you know, in different ways. Yeah. So making sure you're aligned on that um, is super smart. Yeah. Awesome. So I know that um, a common challenge with customer stories is getting the customer to actually participate, um, either because, you know, they have time constraints or um, sometimes because they're hesitant to share, you know, what a mess they were in before they started using your solution. Uh, so how are you incentivizing customers or selling them on the idea of, you know, participating in these webinars? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll mention first off that I'm not the one who actually does the interviewing in mm-hmm. the webinars. and I'm not the one who's arranging uh, to, to see whether a customer would agree to do a customer webinar. Um, but I have talked with our director of marketing, Andrew, who does the interviewing for most of the webinars. Mm. And, uh, I think it really is just that we have a good relationship with those customers. Mm -hmm. Um, there are a lot of, I I will say also there are, it, it can be a challenge because especially larger organizations and, you know, we're dealing with these large, uh, enterprises as customers large organizations often have more restrictive policies. Yeah. There's, uh, there's a lot of red tape to go through yeah. if they, if you can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, there is still an incentive in the customer talking about their own success. Mm-hmm. And I know you and I have talked before about the fact that it's the customer who's the champion right. and the vendor is the ally we're the sidekick we're 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 telling the story of the customer um, and so if we have a customer webinar it's a chance to feature that customer and that organization's success and that department's success and then the success in particular of the person who's speaking and so there is incentive there uh and and so you know what there's there's not really um, like a, a gifts or uh, a, other kinds of uh, incentives. Not to say that that will never happen, but to my knowledge, that hasn't. Mm-hmm. It, it really has been just a matter of we, we have a good relationship with the, with these customers, and yes, it's beneficial to us, but it's beneficial to them too. Um, featuring them as a a successful organization, you know, here's a, you know, a rising star among the MSPs, or uh, here is um, a a powerful name in such and such an industry. 
Right, right. Yeah, because then you're really setting them up as leaders in their field. Right. Um, they're tackling this problem and solving it um, with your solution. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So what would your advice be to, you know, other SaaS marketing teams who are trying to integrate customer experiences, you know, more fully into their marketing content? Maybe they, mm. you know, they do case studies now, um, but they're trying to, you know, integrate it um, into all of their content, like, you know, you were sharing with social media and audio and video and um, white papers and all of that. Yeah, yeah. I'd say primarily listen to the customers. Mm. Uh, the, the customer experiences will naturally integrate into the marketing content. And, you know, one way of listening to the customers is to listen to conversations between sales and customers. Uh, another way is to read forums where they hang out mm. and talk about the challenges that, you know what, your solution deals with. Um, but yeah, if you have recorded customer webinars, listen to them. I've, I've listened to all of our customer webinars multiple times. Um, I have transcripts for all of them. Uh, sometimes if I go for a walk or a drive, I'll re-listen to a customer webinar. If, if you marinate in the stories of the customer experience, all of your content will taste like authentic customer mm. experience. Mm -hmm. Whether or not you explicitly state that companies X, Y, and Z did this to your audience, what they're reading will taste like their experience. Um, so that my answer to your question is, I guess, still more general about, you know, if they, if they want to integrate customer experiences more fully into their marketing content, um, you know, I guess that's the big thing is, is listening to the customers. Um, th there are all kinds of tactics beyond that, that you can, uh, follow to repurpose content, you know, so for ours, you know, start the content starts out as the recording of the customer webinar. Mm -hmm. Well, from that, you know, we can make a case study, we can make blog posts, uh, it can influence uh, some of the content that's in the white papers. Um, you know what, I ended up repackaging a, a lot of content and, and into uh, and, and repurposed it into uh, a, a book, a booklet, Unrivaled Guide to, you know, it's a spin off, it's a, an alternative title to Ultimate Guide to, you know. Uh, and although, you know, many times we don't explicitly mention customers, like as I'm writing this content, I'm thinking, yeah, that's what customer X, Y, and Z dealt with. And mm -hmm. here I am writing about it but just in general terms because it applied to multiple customers. So yeah, I mean there there are all kinds of tactics that you can find online for, you know, repurposing the content into an infographic or here's this little video or email templates that your salespeople can use uh, as well. And yeah, I've I've done all that. Yeah, you know, I love the emphasis too because it's so much more organic um, when you are you know, you're living the, yeah. the customer story and you're so immersed in it. Um, it does just come out, it shows up. Um, yeah. and I really like that approach because, you know, so often we're out there looking at 
what are our competitors doing? And, you know, that can be valuable to a certain degree or even seeing what, you know, other companies and other industries are doing. Um, But at the end of the day, it really does all come back down to the customer. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if that's your, um, you know, your source of um, inspiration and, you know, themes and topics and language, even everything um, coming from that, you know, it's going to be effective. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So very cool. So the last question I have for you, the question that I always ask is, is there anything else that you would like to share uh, with the listeners that I haven't given you the opportunity to talk about? Yeah, I'd say stay curious. Uh, Mm. Stories helped our ancestors survive and succeed. Stories are how tribes communicated threats and opportunities. Uh, They're how the tribe bonded. And, you know, the ones that our ancestors who actually listened to those stories and shared those stories are the ones who survived. And, <laughs> Good uh, point. So, yeah, keep sharing stories, keep listening to stories and, and stay curious in order to learn more uh, through those stories. So good. So good. Well, thank you so much for sharing. This has been really, really great. I know people are going to really enjoy this one. So thanks so much. Thank you. It's been an honor. Really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Alfredo. As always, you can go to ideallymarketing.com slash podcast, all lowercase, all one word, for show notes and key takeaways. Now, I'm taking a break from recording for the summer, but I'm excited about the new conversations I'll share with you on season two. So have a wonderful summer, and I will see you on the other side. Mm-hmm.